Desi Flame at Lee Village is arguably the best couriers I've ever been to. And they even put little love notes on the top of my papadoms. <laughs> Irish, I hope you're well. We haven't seen you for ages. Give us a shout. Hi, Tony. It may also contain some very explicit language, which will frequently mean sexual swear words. <laughs> Welcome to the It's Madness Bruv podcast with me, Scott. And me, Rich. Where we talk about the world's things from a mental health... Perspective. Perspective, that's, that's I'll, I'll finish right. the intro, shall cheers, I, Scott? Cheers, mate. Yeah, you sure no, you're all right with that? I, th- I, th- I think I'm all right, I don't want to give you too many hard jobs to do. Well, you know, it all gets a bit complicated, this sort of shit. Mm, leave it to me, I'm a fucking genius. Well, you know, we've established that, haven't we? Mm, over, the, over the weeks. Good good looking and intelligent, <laughs> what's not to suck? The, the full package. Absolutely. As it were. <laughs> So, mate, Sorry, I, ladies, I'm taken. I'll form an orderly fucking stump. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, your week been, mate. Yeah, fair to suicidal. Yeah, good. Yeah, it's been all right to be honest. It's, um, I mean, it's been a couple of weeks since we did one. I've, I was in hospital last week, weren't I, with my knee? Yeah. Um, my mental health that week was bad. I think it was just anxiety because I knew I was going to the hospital yeah you know with all these bloody regulations and all this covid shit being talked about and banded around I just thought you know my opinion aside I'd just rather stay away from where they said it is you know what I mean it's yeah. like um but I think a lot of people feel like that yeah they? I mean I worked myself up about going to have this operation it was, it was nowhere it wasn't like they were knocking me out and it wasn't Anything like, you know, when they did the, the keyhole surgery, it was probably as painful as, if not more painful this time. But I worked myself up into a tease. I'd booked a taxi because I was told I shouldn't drive. Um, and then I cancelled the taxi because my anxiety got the better of me and I just I overthought it, didn't want to get in the taxi. So I ended up driving. Um, I got a lift back, you know. Um, but, yeah, and, and then when I was in there, my anxiety was that bad. I was almost in tears, and I thought, "Where, where's this come from? I've been in here a dozen times doing this kind of thing. You know, yeah. I've had that many appointments up at the Royal Orthopaedic with my knee. And my consultants and that are absolutely wicked people. Everybody who works in there are really nice. Uh, I had a really nice chat with one of the nurses who, who, who opened up to me. And, well, you know, I told her about the podcast. She told me about her mental health, you know, sort of journey and stuff. And it just, it made me realise, you know what I mean? It's... Did it relax you? Absolutely, yeah. because it, you, you always think that you're only you, you're in this nightmare. It's just you. Yeah, yeah, you're going through this nightmare on your Todd, and nobody yeah. else understands what you're going through. When in fact, it's that widespread now. Yeah. Every man in his fucking dog. Well, we talked uh, about it last week, didn't we? The numbers like, that are out there. Like, especially yeah. during you know this bloody pandemic. There's a lot of people, it's pushing them over the edge. Yeah. And, uh, people that might have been, sort of had underlying things that they didn't even realise they had. Like, and, and now all of a sudden it's... It makes you more susceptible when, you, when you're worried because of... Of course it does. You know, the, the stress hormone and stuff, it just, your immune system just disappears. You, you're constantly yeah, yeah, ill because yeah. it's, it's almost like a permanent state of being ran down. Well, is it not a sort of fact that uh, the, the cortisol, which is a stress hormone... 
it actually weakens your immune system. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. 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 I actually cited that a study when I because. Well, one of my old jobs, I'd, I'd lost a considerable amount of time because I'd had a breakdown and stuff. Um, and all got dragged into a disciplinary because, you know... My, Bastards. My, my, yeah, well, my attendance wasn't. And they, they they weren't looking at the facts prior to issuing it. It was just part of the process. So yeah. I had to go in there and defend myself. And I had to say to them, look, the reason why I'm off, and I'm off a lot, is because I have an underlying health issue. Yeah. I have this mental health problem. And because I've had it for so long, it's classed as a disability now. So, yeah. you know, yeah, you're, yeah. you're protected under the uh, Equality Act. The Equality Act of 2010. 2010. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bloody good thing, that is. Roll that up and I'll just shaft people with it. Get that down here, you bastard. You know what I mean? You're not sacking me or I'm going to have you. No, no but it's... Shit them right up, mate. I mean, yeah, I mean, I've, um, I mean, the, the the last week or so, like I've, as you know, I've been off work, and I actually, I actually submitted my notice today. Um, what? I've got another job, and oh. and to be honest with you, mate, the environment that I was in, there's that quote, isn't there? There's that meme that floats about, you know, before you diagnose yourself with depression, make sure you're not just surrounded by arseholes. And I think, you know, whilst <coughs> I, I, I know... It's a bit of both. <laughs> it's a bit of both. Yeah, correct. Uh, and it's a, it, it's a it's horrible sort of weird popularity contest. like, And I just, you know, I, I got to the point where I actually thought, I'm better than this shit. So yeah, I thought, I'm yeah. going to add my note. You seem like, you know... You've got it to protect yourself, you've got to protect yourself. And uh, something that you said to me a couple of weeks ago, and I've said this like, a couple of times when we've been talking now, you said, uh, there's a, quite a few things that you've said to me. I thought, fucking arts. Absolutely, I'm a fucking, on. I'm a prophet. Of We're, course, yeah, I did. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, yeah, as you keep saying, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I'm going to remind you anyway, until I'm revered. There's going to be a picture of picture of me like the Dalai Lama in a loincloth or whatever upon your wall. I'm fucking Bromford Drive. Yeah, Bromford, damn straight, bro, damn straight. And, and and I just thought to myself, you said you've got to keep it simple, and I think so much of kind of. Um, you know, over the years, like I've, I've, I felt like I needed something to prove, and now I, I don't really feel like that anymore. I, I, what I feel most deeply is that I need to address my own issues. Your sexuality. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, you know, a whole of a podcast. Called. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, Scott's thought, coming out, but <laughs> but I thought I'm fucking, I'm done, I'm done. Do you know what I mean? No, I don't and, blame uh, you. You got to do what's right for you. Well, that, that's you, it, mate. Because it, it breeds, doesn't it? You know what I mean? And you're down in the dumps, you shit at work, you come home, you bring it home with you. You've got that negative vibe and it's around your missus and it's around the baby and yeah. she she grows up and she's she's a magnet for everything that's going on around her because you become a, a product of your environment, which is something you said before, which yeah. is, you know, um, you know, giving you props back for, you know, revering me as the the great profit <laughs> no but no you're right though mate it is because i mean you know growing up for me it was you know i've seen a lot of depression i've seen a lot of upset i've seen a lot of struggling you know what i mean and it's like it's it's come with me kind of for yeah. it kind of creates a bit of a ptsd don't it i started Wait. feeling like the black sheep i you know i didn't want to i wanted to just get out the house as soon as i was allowed out the house it was just like letting um, you know, a, a, a battered dog out for the first time, they'll just run and they'll just keep running. Not saying I was bad, of course I wasn't, I love my mum dearly, but there's a lot of things around in my environment, you know, um, that obviously moulded me the, to the person it's key, I am it, now. Mate. It's and, absolutely key, and it's not, of course, it's not so much 
the what that happens obviously that triggers the 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 the, the sort of chemical reaction in the brain that then goes on to shape <clears throat> what you become yeah um but it, uh, you know because uh, how many times have you heard get over it get over it you know yeah it's you, not you, a fence you, you fucking idiot yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean yeah. but you like what, what people don't realize and and what we're going to talk about today is addiction and 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 my who's Dixon <laughs> <laughs> my Dixon I think we've talked about your dick quite a bit haven't we yeah it ain't going to be a very long piece but um hey! uh, yeah, I'm here all week <laughs> tickets on the website but um what what people don't realize is is that we are just quite simply a product of uh, uh, the chemical and biological makeup of our brain and everything we do and everything we say and all uh, is a product of that and um and you're absolutely right mate when you're younger when you're sort of eight nine ten years old and you're seeing violence and you're seeing addiction and you're seeing chaos and you're seeing poverty that creates stress and that in a young mind and that generates a chemical reaction which then shapes your brain and when you're older, that impacts you and your ability to deal with those emotions in, in adulthood. Wouldn't you agree, mate? Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree. It, you know, I've had problems, separation, anxiety, um, paranoia, um, you know, real self, self-worth issues, um, constant seeking uh, of approval. Constantly asking, you know, do you love me? Do you love me? Mm. Tony will tell you that when I'm yeah, at my, yeah, I'm when I'm at my worst. I'm constantly seeking validation. <laughs> All these things destroyed my previous relationships. Um, yeah, and mine. You know, yeah, I'd say. And on art, that's what ruined... Oh, that, that and my own sort of self, self-destructive tendency. Yeah, and me. I, I think, like... I, I, and... This brings us nicely onto the topic of addiction, mm-hmm. to be honest. Yeah, yeah. we're a segue. What, a segue, <laughs> that's it. I was looking for the word then. It's like, check you out, you fucking Mate, professional. When you said sanguivorous the other day, I had to fucking look it up. Sanguivorous, <laughs> oh, I love that word. That's fucking brilliant. Yeah. And, um, sanguivorous turd. I'm followed it's... by turds. I love the fact, it's very viz that. You take a, a, quite a, a word that not many people know and follow it up with, Something really vulgar. It's brilliant. That's viz all over. That is. Yeah. Brilliant. I love that manner of speaking. Shall we say? Yeah. I you love the I mean? word sanguivorous. I love every the word time turns. I every, to- <laughs> every, <laughs> every time I want to use it, I have to look up how you fucking spell it. So you got a Q in it. No words that have got Q in it just fuck me off. Nah, that's, like, a, that's a bit of a weird idiosyncrasy, isn't it? It is a little bit. Mate. You, maybe you we should have, have a, maybe we should have an episode about didn't that. You used to have an idiosyncrasy when we were younger, and it's street names or something like that. So we're daft. I fucking had a few, probably. Because most first of them I probably ever... made up for attention, call. Probably, yeah. You full of shit, you wanker. I'm really worried about you living in that cul-de-sac called South Wales of Cunt Road. <laughs> I'm still living in a cul-de-sac, yeah. mate, of my own making. Yeah. But like, it, it... like a mental cul-de-sac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And me. Yeah. But it's like, going on to addiction, mate, and I think, you know, we, we've both had a sort of... Uh, struggles now as we now know with addiction um, of, of various types and I think you summed it up perfectly when you said you can get addicted to anything addicted to anything and I'm the same and and it all stems from that uh, I th- people aren't addicted to substances or 
stimuli. What really what they're addicted to is the chemical reaction. Yeah, the feeling. Yeah, and 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 when we were kids, it's the uh, dopamine. It. Of course it is. Because when it, you're depressed all the time, a dopamine. It is like is is like a shot to a crackhead. Of course it is. Because that's exactly what it is. Yeah, it's it. Uh, you, you you know, and again, people that don't understand it, um, will say just don't fucking do it. You know, mm. and and. And it's not it, it's not as simple as that as we, as we both know. I mean, you know, my my poison has always been and and always will be alcohol. You know, and and I mean, going back, and you'll know this as well as I do. Growing up where we grew up, um, alcohol's normalised. Um, it's part of culture. It's a fucking raison d'être for. The vast majority of people that we fucking know, Cork, you know, yeah, they, they, or they work to drink. So, I, you know. Some people do it out of sheer enjoyment, though, and then there's, and there's yeah, absolutely and I, I, envy, not, I envy those people. And I do, there's nothing yeah. wrong with that, but there is a lot of people who do it to, like, how, how we did it, to medicate. There's yes. no two ways about it. Eating shit, when I gave up drinking six years ago, I began eating shit because that was my addiction, that was my go-to, that was my dopamine hit. You know what I mean? So that answers your question before the podcast is, what on earth was you eating? Yeah. You know, because after you, you gave up drinking and smoking, you pulled the white on. Yeah. And that was it, because I was it, constantly searching because it's not for, the, a, for it's, another addiction. It's not the substance itself you're addicted to, is it? It's Yeah, it's, it's anything that it's makes anything. me not feel the way that I do. do. Yeah. You know what and I'm that, saying? And that's right, mate, because when, when, I, when I stopped drinking for a while, the hardest thing was to sit down and actually... Sort of deal with your emotions. Deal with our oh yeah 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 cause, yeah because yeah, it's emotional warfare. It yeah. is absolutely you, you know what I mean you you you're up one minute you know you you love everything and then mm. the next minute you're fucking suicidal and you're yeah. up and down on Miley Cyrus's ass. <laughs> and it's what can you do you know yeah you have to stop that even keel on that line. You got to keep yourself centered. It's yeah, the yin and yeah. yang. It's the it, it's the difference between you know order and chaos, as Professor Jordan Peterson says. Mm. I and love how got, you call him Professor Jordan because Peterson. he is an absolute fantastic mind. Yeah, he's. I've not I've, I've not read that book yet. It's but, phenomenal. But for me, I, I mean, everything I've seen of that bloke, it's just fucking common sense. Do you know it's what? Just... He, he has his own problems. He suffers with mental health issues mm. and addiction. Mm. But he's he kind of. He, he acknowledges but that. But he's also a psychologist. Yeah. And he's a fucking good one. Mm. Well, he's got years and years of sort of study and sort of, you know, background and data and all the rest of it. And um, when I've seen interviews of him, it's quite interesting because I, 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 he, what he says he's supported by clinical data that's gathered over years and years of analysing people and their behaviour. And then you've got some journalist who knows nothing just going, you're wrong because... Summit, yeah, you know, yeah, or, or like, what, what? what you actually mean is is this when that's not even what he was talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the character assassination. It is all. Is about, that an addiction? Which thing? Because I, 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 I'm trying I, to kill people. <laughs> no, no. So, um, say virtue signaling, or, or, yeah. or, or adopting um, a certain um, yeah. uh, political or philosophical viewpoint. Of course, it is. The, particularly so. with virtue signaling, is massive. It's look at me, I care. Mm. You know what I mean? When in fact you get it from a lot of these celebrities. When in fact they don't give a fuck. Yeah. They don't fucking care. Yeah, of course they, they don't. They're they, doing they it. Don't. They're doing it to try and seem as though they're a normal person it's, it's and have feelings it's, as well. It's, it's a route towards um, some validation that you will receive that will create the same chemical reaction in the brain that I get when I drink, 
or you get when you have one off the wrist cork. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, well, yeah, totally agree with you. That's one addiction I'll never give to. <laughs> I'll wank myself to death. When, I, when I'm buried, I want to be buried with my dick in my hand. Do you know what I mean? I, I'd quite like to be buried with your dick in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on talking lights on your will be. <laughs> But it's it's funny, isn't it? Because I I I always when I started drinking, it was normal. Do you know what I mean? And I was like, mate, I was fucking as well. You know, I was like twelve, thirteen when I started drinking. We were drinking together, weren't we? Yeah. You you come round to my grand my granddad, God rest his soul, who was an alcoholic, bless him. Um, you come round to his house and they plied us with fucking drink. We were twelve, mate, thirteen. I've still got the photo. You know, is that the one with me, you and your brother? Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we, and I wondered why we looked a bit fucking stoned on it. Yeah, we were wrecked, and it's normal, ain't it? It was normal, and the problem is with that is then that becomes your um, normal, your normal, and. And then any actual fucking issues you have that need to be addressed, that people that don't have that crutch would actually probably go on to address earlier. Yeah, they you, end you up... Don't, the... You don't address because you've got the simplicity of just having a fucking drink in a normalised environment with mm. people just like, apparently just like you. Do you know what I mean, mate? And I think it took me to the age of fucking 40 yeah. to realise that, like, actually, my whole life, alcohol was just there to sort of help me not have to deal with yeah, you know the, the fact that things were fucking shit I think me turning to alcohol um, and using it as a medication I suppose medicating came later later on for me because I mean from the age I mean obviously we you know we, I dabbled when we were kids yeah and then I went on to you know we went on to weed we went on to acid we went on to anything anything anything, anything we yeah. could take that would mean that i wouldn't feel how i normally feel because i yeah. hated myself uh, and i always have done i still struggle with it now and i think we went from that and then this is where it gets a bit darker we were introduced to heroin mm. uh, and a, a, there was a massive heroin epidemic that swept us up on the estate as it did for a number you know quite a lot of estates and i spent 3 years on that um, on heroin, and I ended up getting myself locked up for like petty theft to feed my habit. Spent three weeks in a young offenders institute. That's all it took for me, really, to 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 get clean and come off it. And then that was when the drinking started because mm. once I'd got off the heroin and the hard drugs, I had no crutch. Yeah. So what did it. I do? You know, what I started to do was to do the social things, the normal things, normal things and yeah. go to the pub with our kid and, and me mates because we were all drinking. But what I didn't realise, I was just part and parcel of it. Yeah, I'm going to get smashed with everybody. It's great. Yeah. Not really looking at the damage it was doing when, you know, at home with my ex, you know, in front of my two daughters. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And it took me a number of years to realise <clears throat> that me going out and getting pissed, I wasn't just drinking just to enjoy it. I was drinking mm. to get wank and drunk. When did you realise that, do you think? Uh, when Tony had Dylan. Mm. Um, so, so... So again, probably the same as me, because you'd have thought that, I mean, because actually from the outside looking in, and for us now looking at it, it's fucking obvious, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's fucking like, it's just like clear as the nose in front of your face, but when you're in the midst of it... You don't realise it. Well, you don't want to admit it, do you? So you I don't even think you know. I mean, I personally did not know. It weren't until I was outside looking. It wasn't until... I went and saw a psychologist up in, like a shrink, up up, up on a, what's that road in Small Leaf where you've got the mental health place. Anyway, it'll come to me. But anyway, I went and saw somebody there and I, I laid my cards bare and they, I told them everything. And I said, you know, 
I'm severely depressed. I'm suicidal. Uh, and what I'm doing to cope is I'm going out and I'm doing this, this, and this. Um, and I sat down with this guy who's a former addict. And he said to me, you're medicating. That's what you're doing. You're going out and you're getting steaming drunk because you're trying to cover up mm. how you feel. What you need, you know, obviously. what. And then I, I ignored him, I'll be honest. And I carried on drinking for a short period of time, going out getting wrecked. When you get advice like that, your defence mechanism kicks in, doesn't it? Oh, I yeah, think. yeah, you start going, hold on a minute, that ain't me, you know what I mean? I ain't yeah. doing that, I ain't who, doing that, but... Who's this fucker think he is, like, I, telling me about me, what does he fucking know? Yeah. Like, I had that when I went to therapy, because, like, like, oh, you know, having a chip on your shoulder is, like, maybe you do, I don't, I don't know, but, uh, you know, I, I know that... Do you mean I, I do and I you have. don't, you wanker? <laughs> oh, but, but, uh, but I know that I have, and, yeah. and when I went in my 20s to go to therapy and it was some middle class kind of cardigan wearing guy that probably secretly I wished I was more like him do you know what I mean and he sort of sat in front of me and tried to tell me about me and I just thought you've got no fucking idea what I've been through your cons yeah that that was my reaction like do do you know what I mean I think you listen to people more who actually understand it who have been through it it's a a learned experience isn't it it took me a while to kind of take on board that information but off that guy, but when you know, I I had to stop it because Tony had a, Tony had stopped drinking. Um, well, thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> Tony had stopped drinking because we'd had Dylan, and it, I just thought to myself, oh, oh, straight away I saw go, I saw a repeat of um, it was it, it was kind of like deja vu of what oh, I'd gone through with my ex, with me going out and getting steaming drunk. So, I had to nip it in the bud because I'd have lost yeah. Tony and the Babby for the carry on. Yeah, I felt like that. Um, and, and I think Davina felt like that as well. I think, you know, it was getting to the point where, it, it you know, it, it, I mean, I couldn't go on with the little one drinking like I was. I mean, my, my pattern was, I mean, what happened, I mean, basically, when I was younger, it was you'd go out and it'd be fun. Do you know what I mean? So, you'd be able to package it as, it's just what I'd do, I'd just go out. Uh, you know, I have a laugh, I do this, blah, blah, blah. Um, and and I remember sort of getting to like my kind of mid-30s and sort of struggling to find people to do it with. Yeah, yeah, do, yeah. Do you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, and You and wanted to do it more and more, people I didn't. wanted to more, do it more, other people didn't. And I started to scrape the barrel a little bit in terms of like, you know, do you know what I mean? And it was, and it was like, and, and it was like, there's no connection here. I'm just getting fucked up. Do you know what I mean? And and you sort of think, actually, was there any connection previously? And then you start to question everything. And before you know it, you sort of you sat on the pub on your own because you just want to get fucked. I mean, I remember sort of one one night being out and just going. Do you know what I mean? Like, and, and just thinking, this having to socialise is getting in the way of what I need to do, which is medicate. Well, you get wankered. Do, do you know what I mean? So I'd come home and drank. And and, and I'd have like, there were there were times when I'd, like, I'd have a couple of nights a week where I, I'd drink until I was couldn't drink anymore. And no, I, I was doing You do that as well. Yeah, I did that. I regressed and regressed and ended up just drinking in the flat with me, Tony and the Babby and I'd end up getting that drunk. I'd wake up in the, you know, at about five o'clock in the morning absolutely hanging out my arse in a patch of my own piss because I'd mm. piss me. And that's <laughs> when I kind of said, you know what? I shit myself the one night. Yeah. Well, I, in fact, it's I've not, far, not far from where you are now. <laughs> I've done that a couple of times, yeah. Yeah, I think I think that was actually my fortieth birthday, and it was around that time that I thought, nah, this can't, 
this this can't you have go to on. Slingshot your underpants <laughs> down <laughs> over a fence because you then put them in the wash. Yeah, yeah, they clog the washing yeah. machine yeah. up. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, proper good. soiled. You say. Like but a yeah, clothes but, deal with that. Uh, uh, but it's a, it, it, you know you, you look at it and you think to yourself, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. What am I doing? Yeah. And, and, I and, and do the thing it. is, mate, I I, I not the problem is, and, and again, I'm, I'm sure you haven't talked about it specifically, but I'm sure there's been addiction in your family. And, and alcoholism, I, I don't, I, you know, um, I, there, there has been in mine. And not it, my mum and dad. Uh, but, it, uh, um, but in my family, alcohol was so normal, so normal. I, I could go around to my granddad's, mate, and get fucked. I used to take mates, before we used to go into Birmingham, like, I used to take him round to his house on Friday, um, like, five, because, he's, because Nan used to go to bingo. So I used to take my mates round to him. We'd get pissed round at his mate. Seven o'clock, mate. My mate, I've had mates sick in his garden. Fucking can't go anymore. So that that's how normal it was. That's how normal it was. And then after he died, mate, and I don't know if that's related. Obviously, I've... Oh, fucking, your granddad? Of yeah. he's related to you, you pr- oh, you're fucking bellend, honestly. <laughs> trying to lighten the mood. I'm going to start crying in a minute. I'll get me violin. I, I hold on. Uh, fucking hell. I can put I can put something over the top afterwards if you like. <laughs> and um and and then and 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 it was after he died. It stopped being fun. Stop being fun. Yeah, it does. It stops being fun. But addiction is a. Uh, it's but addiction it, that causes depression and depression kind of leads to addiction. It's a, it's a, uh, it, it, everything's just one big negative feedback loop, and it's just yeah. one big. Vicious, vicious circle, and you know, I always found through reading about it, through trying different things, is when I'm feeling shit, try and not sit there and do what it tries to make me do. Yeah, try and do the exact opposite, Opposite, and more often than not, I feel better. I mean, it's been six years last week since I last had a beer. Well done, mate. That's outstanding. I mean, I've just gave it up. Tony's been the same. We're just completely teetotal. Don't want it around Dylan anyway, because yeah. because of his autism, he'd never understand it. I don't want him growing up around it and having it normalised. You know, because like what you said, when you get so used to it, and you realise it's socially acceptable. As far as Dylan's concerned, he knows what beer is. Mm. Um, you know, it, it's. I think this next generation will like they yeah. won't have the same attitude. As far as me, I, I was concerned, mate. It was it was the pinnacle of fucking existence. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, I used to go to the pub all the time. I'd go meet my dad in the pub and, you know, I'd have a shandy and some pork scratchings <laughs> and, and, and play, play on the bloody, on, on the Spice Invaders in the oh, Bromford yeah. Resi's Club. And we all did it because it was a Fucking resi- live the dream, you did, yeah, didn't you? Oh, absolutely, yeah, <laughs> fucking hell. Proper privilege. But, you know, that's where we all sort of like, all of our families, anybody who's on Bromford from, like, you know, the old school, we all met on there. We all, we yeah. all met in the Bromford Resi's. And you all drank? Yeah, you all drank, and he, and and and. But some like, people do. Like I said some people do because they enjoy it. Yeah, other people Lucky do. Bastards. The thing is, it's it's like anything, though, isn't it? It's um, everything in moderation, including moderation itself. Mm. The, you know what? Mm. I think the Dalai Lama said it, and it's true because you can go out and have a few drinks. Because that my dad used to say, "Why can't you just go out, have a few drinks, go home?" I can't. Which is why I've stopped, because I can't. Yeah. Simple as that. No, two ways about it, I fucking can't. Mm, mm. So, I, I mean, don't to, do it. I mean, to be honest, I can't ever see a time where I 
don't drink. And the last couple of weeks, I've popped out and I've had a couple and I've come home and I've been all right and I've been to the gym every day and it's it, it's been all right. And I think for me, to be honest with you, I think if, if I tell myself that I'm going to abstain, it, 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 it becomes like this barrier I've got to break. If I if I just you just tell yourself that you you, you the, see this more do you think I always repeat this I always repeat this it isn't that I've given up drinking because I'm not allowed to drink mm. I have every intention of becoming uh, you know I'm <laughs> yeah, going to retire yeah. as a an alcoholic in a tracksuit <laughs> and a pair of brogues in a weather spoons sat outside with a bottle of Froster pissing myself <laughs> reading yesterday's newspaper and picking chips out the fucking bin God that sounds lovely but. In my heart of hearts, it ain't going to happen. Mm. But I've done that. I've, I've said to myself, I'm just not drinking now. I haven't actually given up. I'll have a drink when I feel like one. Yeah. And it just so happens for the last six years. I you haven't, haven't felt, felt like, like one. one. Yeah, that, and that's it. And, and Don't it? tell yourself you can't because cause you're, you, you're, you're not, your attitude is the same as mine. Whereas yeah. you'll go, well, I've got... I'll, I've got to do it then. Well, I'll turn around to myself and say, don't you, you say I can't. Because you're a belligerent. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. And, and uh, yeah, and and it, it's funny, isn't it? Like what you can get addicted to. Yeah. Like I mean, because I, because I don't think I'm an alcoholic. I just think I've got an addictive brain. I'm an alcoholic. I, I've just got a problem with drink. There's a difference. Yeah, yeah, that's it. All there's problems when I drink. Yes, 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 you know, yes, yes. You, you yes, know, because yes. I, I but my mum was a problem drinker, as you probably know. Like, and it, it's funny what happened was, she'd get drunk two, three nights a week. And it'd be horrible, like on the night for various reasons. And then, as I got older, I fucking repeated them patterns. Ain't it weird? And how that that sort of perpetuates and yeah, it's the same with the depression though, and the the, the self worth and the things that you say. And it's all you know, it's it's a learned behaviour, mate. It really is. I mean, I know they say that that depression depression is can be hereditary, but is it? hereditary on kind of like a molecular level and like a bio, biological be, level it? or is it just a learned behaviour but, but, but it what is happen, real what, it's a real disease what happens to us as addicts though isn't it is is um is utterly chemical and biological yeah. and if you like i don't know but is it molecular is it that fucking ingrained it's not it's not you richard corcoran the fucking social construct that fucking needs to get pissed and you know all it's the your rest attitude that. towards something though isn't it if it, it's like with, with with drugs if you tell somebody all oh, drugs are bad they'll kill you the chances are though that per your kid them children you're telling that to won't touch drugs but if you're turning around and saying it's okay to do it we do it every weekend this mm. is great they're going to learn that, and as soon as they're old enough, they're yeah. going to want to do it. Yeah. But what they don't get told is, and what they don't realise is, alcohol kills more people than any other anything, drug, and it's anything. completely normalised, and it's and perfectly okay. Isn't, isn't it funny, eh, mate? And without, so your barriers are down. Isn't it funny, like without going back onto COVID, like, but like fuck yeah, COVID yeah, in the yeah, arse no, with a big yeah, stick. Yeah, you know, we've we've all been fucking told to stay in our house because we might die if we get this virus. Yeah, a lot of bollocks. But, but they're still selling that alcohol. Of course they are. You know, and, and that kills... Take-a-wise to stop, it, uh, stay open let, at your gym, cars. Let, 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 you know, let alone the fucking people that it kills directly from liver disease, fucking cancers, fucking COVID heart attacks. Still all is, COVID what, about, what about all the fucking families it destroys? Mate? COVID still isn't you know. in the top 10 killers in, out of everything. I mean, it hasn't even go. made the list. But, but it does make you 
wonder, doesn't it? Like, why? I mean, something like that. I mean, I, I went through a phase of, 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 like, sort of being really kind of, how the fuck is this legal and normalised? And, and feeling, like, weird for sort of feeling kind of angry towards its existence almost. Well, you know yeah, what I mean? people, and then people take it out on each other. I, I mean, a, 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 a recent statistic that I read, how true it is, I don't know, but they reckon that um, domestic abuse towards men has gone up 25% during the pandemic. Bloody hell. Far more blokes are now uh, reporting it. Because there's been a couple of dudes in the media. I mean, there's that guy sort of a while back now who was living with that bird. Um, and she, she, she was just a fucking maniac. She started, you know, stabbing him, bruising him, loads of things, all you know what I mean, and just, but you know, basically being just a complete, not a nasty bastard, locking him in the house. And somebody rang the police, and the policeman was saying, "Who's done this to you?" And he wouldn't say. And he said, mm. "Right, then I'm nicking you." So what he did was he Fucking took him hell. down to the police car, sat him in the back, and says, "I know something's going on now. Tell me." And he wouldn't. And then the copper turned his radio off and said, "Look." I know something's going on. Just open up to me, you know. And it, everything came out, and it turns fucking out she, she got jailed. She was a fucking lunatic. Good policing, yeah, very good policing. <laughs> because you know, we, we need we need the police, irrespective of the shit you say on the media. What we need, is well, we, we need, need good police, we need mate. Good oh, I mean, so, no, I totally agree. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I mean there's, there's good good and bad coppers in this country. I mean, one of my best friends, Damien, you know, he was chased to his death. Uh, by West Midlands Police in 2001. They put his death down to misadventure. We know, his family know, we all know that the police were responsible for that because of the, the, the 30 odd abrasions on his body when they found, when, 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 when my best, one of my best mates um, and, and his own mother went looking for him the following day and found him 200 metres from where the police Fuck chased off. him, really? dead, frozen. In the river. Jesus Christ. Yeah, exactly. His own mother found him. The police called off See, the chase despite having do four dogs, four dogs, an helicopter, and and and, and he was. They classed him. It was this campaign of the ten most wanted people, and what? they they made him out to be this what massive did he fucking dude, he, he like a load fucking... of bollocks. He, he robbed something. He didn't hurt. What was he insider trading? Yeah, <laughs> do, do you know what I mean? Did, did he no. did, did he fucking destroy a fucking you know a, a economy or no. did, did did he plunder a fucking third world nation? No. No. None of it. No, none of it. But fucking yeah, he, he only you know got I mean? he only got some like 150, 200 meters from the Bromford Resis. Oh, I got a phone call off one of the lads to say, oh he. He's been chased. He might land at yours. So I kept like, my balcony door open, and we heard nothing the following day. We were all out searching. Nobody knew where he was. And then his mum and a couple of our lads went looking for him down by the river, where we knew that he'd headed, because that's where we would have all headed if we'd have been chased. Because it, you know, um, and they found him right there. And I mean, even in the, they, in the, they they found him dead. Yeah, with no top on, with Jesus 30, Christ, 30 unexplained uh, bruises and abrasions on him. No. It took a when, fucking hiding off when, him. When was that? What, Two, what year? 2001. This is pre... 7th sort January. Of internet and all that sort of shit. And it, no, it was so, around the time the internet corner kicked up. But it just got... no. I, I, that's the first time I've heard about that, Cool. Do you know what I mean? You'd have to look it up. I'd show exactly. You. I've got a photo. And, I'm, and, I'm, and, what, I, and it, what I mean it is, it brings like, back a lot of fucking memories. We, to we see. It, I bet it does, mate. I bet it's horrible. But like, you, you, you'd have thought if that had happened now. And he's wha- mixed race, and so we could, we could literally, uh, you know, there was never any mention though by anybody. I don't think that they've done it because of they're his racist. Race. Yeah. yeah. 
they probably it's just they horrific. Could, mate, they could it's have done. They could horrific. have done. It was a oh, different. The thing was, what we, weird was, we knew all the local bobbies, and they were always chasing us around. But we had a relatively, you know, we had an understanding with them. They knew who we were because a lot of them. Uh, at that time, a lot of referees in our little league, so I knew them all. And then all of a sudden, and they all fucking knew you. As <laughs> soon as that <laughs> happened, like a light switch, they were gone, and yeah. we had all these new weird, mate. That's we never got answers. I've, we never, never heard, I've never heard about that before. Yeah, uh, but it needs it needs reinvestigating. Also. Because I'm telling you now, I know for in my art of arts because you know, I didn't find him, but I saw him. I, I went to see him as well afterwards. And you know, without getting into any details, and it was, I think he was a tough kid and a very fast runner, a very fit, and to only get 200 meters, then the police call the chase off and disappear as quick as they came. Mm. Um, yeah, fucking, uh, you see, things like that shape you, don't they? they yeah, they, they, well, they, sh- they certainly they rock sh- your trust, but yeah. at the same time, I mean, there are decent coppers out there. One of them we used to, we used to go to school with, he was in our year. Um, and you know, I, I speak to him, have a laugh and a joke with him about the footy because he supports Liverpool. Um, you know, especially with us doing that seven-two over him, I just wound him up. Oh god! I oh, oh, I've got him. a new theory, Cork. Do you want to hear it? Oh, go on. When you beat Liverpool seven-two, I reckon that weekend it had been announced to Klopp and the players that they were intending to set up a Super League, and they were that demotivated that they didn't turn up to play you lot. Do you like that? <laughs> yeah, we did it, we did it. Stop going on about our cup winning 82, can't I? I must admit, it's the one and only time I've ever sat there and watched the Villa and thought, go on, score again. Because it got to like got to like 4 2. And I thought, yeah, go on, let's see how many of they can score for a fucking giggle. I've never really last about it. I was on Cloud Nine, to be brutally honest with you. Bet you fucking were. Bet you fucking were. Well, we, we were going to talk about it, so. We were going to talk about Prince Philip and what you're passing me here. Oh, wait, here, here. Me, I'm going to put another tank oh, on everyone in because you'll kill the call in this because you suck it like a whore on a fucking dick. Well, it has been rumoured. Yeah, we're talking about my vape, not my penis, <laughs> by the way. For those of you who are, who are listening, because, well, let's face it, you can't possibly be watching because you're fucking filming. Um, um, yeah, we were going to talk about Prince Philip and a few celebrity deaths and stuff oh, like that. Nice. But, but to be honest, I mean, that was a couple of weeks ago now, wasn't it? I mean, mm. have you got anything like really fucking insightful to share about it all? Or do you want to just talk about the slightly lighter topic of the Super League? Uh, yeah, carry on that way. Right, and then we'll see where it takes us. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's be organic. <laughs> to, Pre- the, to the fucking Prince. He- heaven and back cork. Yeah, the whole Prince Philip thing, it was a shame. He was a hero for this, you know, to, during the war. Contrary to a lot, a lot, you know, there was a few things that people said about him, that some of which were probably true, but the others were a load of bollocks. He, he weren't this mad paedophile that some people were insinuating. I mean, you know, the whole thing about Mountbatten and all that. There's no mention of it ever involving bloody Prince Philip, and he's most definitely not. A Prince Andrew, but to me, he was, um, I don't know, he was part of the fabric of this country, really, weren't he? Because he was married to the Queen. Um, see, mate, this is where I saw you know uh, veer off from you. I, I couldn't your, give a flying fuck about the Do you know what hurt me more? The DMX dying. Yeah, agreed. Right, he meant, for me, well, not for me, for everybody else, he meant more to more people 
worldwide than Prince Philip did. And it, uh, and this is the funny thing, but not I don't know. If, am I supposed to sort of be more connected to Prince Philip than DMX because of the colour on my skin? Because when I look at Prince Philip, I just see some rich fucker. He's half Danish, half Greek. It doesn't matter where he's from. He's just a rich fucker. And when I look at DMX and I read about his struggle, his life was fucking appalling, mate. Absolutely appalling. Mm-hmm. And where he got to... And again, he was an addict as well, wasn't he? Um, yeah. You know, and I, it was interesting, mate, the way it was framed in the media, because when when I read about DMX, in, in when he was ill, before he died, in the newspapers, mate, they always used really sort of negative words they're to describe him, it. They're called him troubled, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, troubled. troubled a troubled addict. What's a that? Cra- and it wasn't just an addict. He was a crack addict. They had to make yeah, sure that they highlighted that. And 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 it was weird, mate, because I've been talking to our friend about sort of stuff in the media and seeing it from that perspective. And I read it through that lens and I thought the words that are being used to describe the issues that he had are all really fucking negative. And since I've been on my but mental that, health... That, that, sti- sort of, that stigma attached to the things that he did, not his colour of his skin. But I think... that. Maybe, Plus they will no, look but, at him but, like he's lesser, not because but, of his colour, but, the, but because but of the his... But the guy was... I mean, you're looking uh, at okay, Prince Philip, who's supposed to be this big royal. Let, well, let's say, for example... Uh, let's We're use, just use, subjects, aren't we? Well, let's use sort of someone from DMX's um, industry, say, let's say it was a Beatle, or fucking Fatboy Slim, right? Neither now, of them are rappers, what are you talking about? But, yeah. <laughs> oh, you're about the music industry as a whole. I was thinking, they don't fucking rap. But you said the first thing. He's a fucking artist. Like, and the language that was used to describe what he'd been through was demonising, I thought. Do you know why? Because some of the language he used in some of his... No, it weren't. It was because that's the easy go-to. Look under, look deeper. But why? Do what it is? This is a guy Have you heard any of his lyrics? Yeah. Some of his lyrics have got a negative connotation to some people. Like he, he, sp- he spoke about, you know, homosexuality. If you listen to him, mm. very homophobic. Mm. You know, that was just his opinion. But that, I don't think that's why the Daily Mail called him a crack addict. I don't think the Daily they Mail... They called him a crackhead because he was, but... But why say that? Because, like, let's say Fat Boy Slim died tomorrow. Would there be a Daily Mail article saying... He's a crack addict. Pill- was he, though? Pill munching, fucking this, that, and the other. Like, they just wouldn't. It'd be, oh, I lived in Brighton, lovely bloke, look at all the records yeah, he sold, you, you got a married point. to Zoe Ball. Right, I, I, seriously. And, like, with DMX, he had five debut number one Billboard albums. Even the Beatles haven't done that. If it was a Beatle that died, there'd be fucking a week of mourning. It'd yeah. be full page pull out in the, the rap, fucking the sun rap, mate the rap and, and that for me that was a real because I'd always I'd started to get really cynical about the lib, liberalism really cynical I would consider I myself thought, a I classic liberal I, I, thought, yeah, I thought it's for money it's for marketing it's for all this and not even Black Lives Matter on the football I was like come on now like and then and then I read that and I just saw it was a real eye-opening moment for me. I was like, "Fucking hell, yeah!" It, you it, have it's you real. have a point because if I if you know normally I would I can jump on something that somebody says because I've got that many facts and figures rolling around my head or any say answers to things. I would say you know maybe no, you're wrong because X, Y, and Z. But thinking about it, mate, um, yeah, yeah, you, you're right. I, I and it was I I, I just. It was just that morning. I, it was before he died, mate. And then there was nothing. I think the difference is the people's opinion. The people's opinion of DMX would be the same as the 
the the the media's opinion of Prince Philip because to me DMX yeah. DM, DMX is like an icon. It's, it's more. It's got, I've got more in common with DMX than Absol- I have Prince abs- Philip. Absolutely, but the people I suppose who would say great things about DMX who were supportive of that would be the quote of the week. No, they the would have they would have something <laughs> equally as negative to say about the royals. They're probably anti-royalist. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Well, yeah, but you don't really see that. But is it all, I mean, I mean, is it because, the, is it all because of race, or is it just because some somebody doesn't like think, somebody else? I think the BBC showed their hand this week because, like, they've spent their whole time trying to present themselves as this ultra liberal sort of anti kind of yeah, and and, and you know anti conservative, pro Brexit, all the rest of that sort of stuff. The distance themselves from any kind of nationalistic sort of. It's because they know, were responsible and, and then, for mate, it. And then and then as soon as Prince Philip dies, someone pushes a button on the BBC, and it's like right back you back you go fifty fucking years, and it makes all of their virtue signal, signaling just fucking piss, mate. You know, you just think. That's it. You know, when push comes to shove, it's fucking 48 hours of some cunt I never knew. Yeah. <laughs> do, 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 do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. And, and You're it, fucking right. It's fucking fake as fuck, mate. Yeah, they don't give a fuck about any of us. About any of us, mate. I do think a lot of the things that they, they kind of claim is race-related, I think is class-related. It's, oh, it's, it's demonising. That's the one thing they won't fucking talk about, isn't it? Yeah, well, you know, I think they re- I think they realised they couldn't really, de- you know, divide people along class lines because that's what kind of Karl Marx says, isn't it? He's very... It's the bourgeoisie and the proletariat. <laughs> it's... <laughs> It's the bourgeoisie. It's the bourgeoisie. Monster. Monster, monster, monster yeah. <laughs> uh, the bouche, whatever it is he can't. He's like, fuck it, I've never done French. Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Saloon Dion. <laughs> Pierre Cardin. <laughs> i got two of them. Lacoste. Fuck me. Lacoste what? Should we really go... Let's go on, let's go in hard on the French. Fucking onions and petit, petit pois. Yeah, petit pois. <laughs> Garlic. A voulez-vous avec what? A beret. Striped top. On a bicycle in Paris. Where are we going? I think the gummies are kicking and I walking talking shit. Yay! And here we are, people! <laughs> Welcome to the fucking We've arrived. <laughs> We've arrived. Welcome to the Looney Show. <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh, fucking We've gone from something it. serious about Prince Philip to well done. And what are we on about? Oh, How did know. we get we, to France? We had some sort we had some sort of fucking structure to for today. I think that's gone completely. Oh, out, we started at DMX window. and ended up in Paris. <laughs> <laughs> what? The fuck? <laughs> oh, it's been entertaining as fuck though, isn't it? I'm finished. <laughs> <laughs> Just getting started, you fucking twat. <laughs> fucking brilliant. Ah, oh, yeah. So, uh, that's uh, right. Addiction, DMX, Prince Philip, your Todger, yeah, Pokebum once. <laughs> we discussed them yet? No. When you get it on the perineum. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the old goosh. The goosh. 
Gary, what was it, Gary Deline? He said the part between the front, the, the, the little bit between the front of a Nando's and the back of a Nando's <laughs> is the periperineum. Oh, that is just like an absolute, that's, it's a joke I wish I'd written. perfect joke. It's amazing, is. isn't it? That's fucking brilliant. He, ga- he gave me some advice on Facebook from when I, I told him about the gig I was doing at the Glee Club. And I was stoked, man. I was like a little groupie. I, I felt, you know, I took a, a screenshot of it and everything. Because he's just like fucking the best in my opinion. He's one line. He's a, fuck, mate, he's a genius. Comedy he, genius. He's, he, 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 I, We've got to go and see him live. Will you yeah. come with me? Of course I fucking will. Good, let's go. We'll yeah. get on it. We'll drink loads of pop. <laughs> Otherwise, the last hour, we've just lied. Yeah, and then, and then we'll be back on here. Welcome to we'll episode be... 44 of the uh, It's Madness. We both got fucking wrecked last night. Oh, God. I wonder if... We've, we wanked each other off. Oh. Speak for yourself, there. <laughs> Although that would still involve me. <laughs> do you know what? There's a time we go out, we get fucking hammered, we get a big... We go down to that place that you took me to on the Mose. Oh, on well. the Mose. Was it Zaff's or something like that? Zaff's, mate, yeah. That kebab shop, and yeah, they did yeah, some yeah. wicked grubbing yeah, there. Yeah, it was nice, they? Just think, if we went out on the piss now, it wouldn't even be the piss. We'd go out, drink a shitload of lemonade, <laughs> and we'd be back here for a salad. Yeah. It's a you fucking sad prick. Oh, what's the nutritional content of this bark? Do, yeah. <laughs> Do you know these cherry tomatoes help blood flow to your testicles? Convincing yourself that, that you know that it's lovely. Oh, isn't that nice? Really, it's like chewing a fucking phone book. You've, look at all this lovely goodness. When really you're just fucking dying inside. You, know I mean? you just want well, you you fucking walk past the chip shop and window. You just want to lick the geezer's fingers behind the counter because you're just desperate. You're just thinking, fucking hell. Now look at me, I'm back here and I'm eating a fucking Slimming World fucking salad. I think I, I think you've rounded off quite nicely tonight's... No, I've lost loads of bro- weight. Broadly, <laughs> topic of addiction. Sort of. I'm going to get there. Just keep it coming, come on. I'm on one, I'm on one, I'm on one. Oh, mate, fucking funny. So yeah, I, well yeah, yeah. Thanks for coming tonight again, Cook. It's been uh, a, a pleasure as always, mate. Yeah, you know, it's all jokes aside though. Speak to somebody. You know, if you need somebody, speak to someone. Just speak up, speak to us. You know, you can get me on Instagram um, <laughs> at, at vociferous <laughs> underscore rich. Um, or equally, I think Scott's the same as well at Brummy Peddler. Um, and you know, just you know, one last thing, you know what I mean? Just let me tell you something that you already know the world ain't all sunshine and rainbows, it's a very mean and nasty place. And I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody are gonna hit as hard as life, but it ain't about how hard you hit, it's about how hard you can get it and keep moving forward how much you can take and keep moving forward that's how <clears throat> winning is done people <laughs> but I'm being I'm being serious you, you do know where that comes from don't you my heart <laughs> that came from my heart that did mate that's, that's rocky that is <laughs> <laughs> oh no
I'd <laughs> make running up a hill, punching the air, see me with a, a donkey jacket and a log on my back trying to get up a hill in the snow. Don't know what for, but I'm going to get there. Just finding random massive fucking Russians with like blonde, blonde flat tops and punching them in the stomach and watching them not flinch. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Anyway, I'll see you next week. Say goodnight, Gordon. I don't want to. I'm here for life now. See you all later, man. Love it. Love it. See you later.